Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome to Should Have Been Thursdays. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelly. Cheers. Oh, that was perfect, Kelly. Because there was good drinks in it. Yeah. We're having mimosas because we're celebrating because we did it, y'all. Wait. (laughs) We got to a thousand listens. So joining us at the round table today, as promised, everyone's favorite lesbian and my bestie, Haley. Say hi, Haley. Hey, guys. That's Haley. (laughs) She's a little nervous, I think. She won't admit it, but... um. This is the most fun and ridiculous little project, and the fact that it has been listened to over a thousand times kind of blows my mind. Have we inspired anyone? No. Have we changed the world's view on topics near and dear to our heart? No. Have we roasted our friends and ourselves to the point where no one ever needs to think they are alone in being an idiotic, awkward asshat? Yes. A thousand times, yes. We have done that. We That's have a win. That. That's, That's right. That's a win. And it's been a fast turnaround for Kelly and I. We recorded just a couple days ago. And then the next day, the day our episode was released, we hit 1,000. So this has, you know, been a lot for Kelly to have to do back to back. (laughs) And so I'm not sure she has a should not have been. I've kind of put her on the spot. But um, if you've got one, let's hear it. I do. Okay. You know what it is? What? I should not have been the leader of this podcast. Because Courtney wanted to turn this around fast. Now, to be fair, it's because I am traveling on business next week. Mm-hmm. So our normal mm-hmm. night is out of commission. But she turned this thing around fast. So I gave her props. And also, if I were in charge, it might be another three weeks before this episode would air. <laughs> there wouldn't be a podcast this week. Yeah. Um, Kelly has many wonderful things in life, but she, uh, being very punctual isn't at the top of her priority list. <laughs> nope. And we were at breakfast with Santa before this, and I said, I need you to wear your punctual panties for the next thing we've got to do, because we only have an hour to record this, set up, record everything. And she was here, y'all. That's right. Haley was waiting in my driveway when I got here. Sure so was. You guys follow directions. Well, we, we knew we'd get your wrath yeah, if we did not show up on time. Yeah, everyone's afraid of me. <laughs> All right, Haley, do you have a should not have been? This I'm putting you on the spot. Should not have been? Mm-hmm. No, I don't have a should not have okay, been. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Well, I could say something, but... Okay, she's making a face. I think she's worried to take away the PG-13. Could be. Okay. All right. Haley, we welcome you here, and I want to spend just a moment on how Should Have Been got its start. So many years ago, not sure of the exact date, I had asked LB to help me do something. And this is to the best of my memory. Haley... Well, calls me out all the time for embellishing. And I don't deny that I do that, okay? But I'm going to try to tell this part of this episode factually. I believe I had asked Suter to help me find an outdoor Christmas tree to decorate for our annual cocktail party. And it was the Thursday before the party. And LB was too busy making money, brewing beer or whatever to help me with my request. And I had had it. You know, you know how you get when you ask someone, let's be honest, in my case, oftentimes it's a man one man in particular, so many times to do something that you you just do it by yourself. You just take the matters in your own hands. That's what happened to me. I, I Another detail I should point out here, um, my darling husband, love of my life, soulmate, we definitely for sure did not need one more Christmas tree. Um, it was overkill. But once something gets in my head, watch out world. And I had to get this. And I just didn't think I could 
get the heavy box in the car by myself. I, I had two young kids. I, I needed his help to be able to do this. I needed, it was a tag team job. And <clears throat> I don't, I need to establish this was not his fault. I don't need to explain too much, but every person in the world in a relationship can understand this. In the relationship, one person is a doer and the other person wakes up every morning with a beautiful agenda just planned for them. And it has to be this way. The two can't marry each other. Two doers can't marry each other. They're competing about doing stuff all the time. And two, whatever suitor is, can't marry each other either because then you'd never do anything. (laughs) (laughs) So... Just sidebar, you said box and tag team in that story so far. Oh, (laughs) I didn't say penetrate. It's coming. (laughs) It's coming. Okay, when it comes to Christmas and party planning, LB just puts up with my antics. So, okay, back to the Thursday before the party. I was off work and I needed someone to help me do this. I needed to go get a huge ash tree and help me decorate this damn thing. And I knew my friend here and my little sister Haley was off work. So I asked her if she would be willing to spend her day off helping me. She was off from work and school this afternoon. Okay. And in fact, I think Suter told Haley it was a bad idea and probably tried to encourage her not to help me if, if my memory serves me correctly. And it was a pretty big feat to accomplish because I wanted a tall, wide, unlit outdoor tree for less than 50 bucks. And I wanted these very specific vintage looking lights that could change from white to colored, which LB has a war against colored lights. So I needed it to have both. And there were a million other things to get done. We were having over 100 people to our house the the next day, and this is what I'm doing the day before. You know, logical. This makes sense, right? Okay. So Haley helps me. And not only does she help me, she does the following things. I made a list of six things you did right that day, Haley. Oh. Okay, number one. the only day I did everything right. No, that's not for me. (laughs) Your wife might say different. (laughs) Okay, number one. That's why I'm here. That's why you're here without her. Okay, number one. She drove me because I don't like driving. And she drove my car because I had two kids with car seats. And I don't think I've ever driven you. Have you ever been a passenger? No. 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 Okay. Um, She also helped me find a huge ass unlit tree. And it was on display, so it had no box. So she also helped me. Talk, I said box again. Okay. <laughs> she also helped me talk the manager of the store to get the price within my strict budget. budget. We talked to him. We're like, you know, it's been on display all season. It's almost Christmas. You know, you're not going to sell it. You don't have a box. Like, can I buy it for 50 bucks? And he was like, fine, whatever. Like, get out of my face. Tiny bond. Oh, so you got it for less than, for 50 bucks? Yeah. Okay. I, I was on a mission. She helped me find the very specific type of lights I wanted. Um, that was number four. Number five, she helped me load said tree into the back of my teeny tiny trunk. And this thing was massive. It's right there. It's that tree. We can see it from where we're podcasting right now. And it came in three pieces and they were huge. And this thing had been road hard and put up wet. It did not, it did not condense. <laughs> and then she went and got me a peppermint mocha as skinny as possible, just how I like it to fuel me for the task at hand. So she did a lot, everything I could have dreamed of. She never fought me the way Suter would have done on every step of the way. She supported every decision. She didn't need any direction. And she even knew I needed coffee. It was like I was working with a duplicate version of myself, <laughs> anticipating each next step without having any suggestion. And she didn't mansplain anything to me about why it wasn't going to work. Again, I'm not saying LB does that. I'm just saying 
sometimes that happens when you're working with a man. Okay. So we pull in the driveway and I'm giving myself this like internal pep talk about this huge task I'm going to undertake alone after Haley leaves. But did she leave me in my time of trouble? No. And I think she had like an exam or something the next day, but that bitch did not leave me. She stayed there until every unshatterable ornament was hung. She climbed on the deck railing to get the ornaments in the exact right spot. She found all the places that need fluffed. She put the lights on at the exact distances apart I would have done. It was like damn sleeping beauty fairy gay mothers came in there and bibbity bobbity banged out this beautiful tree in record time. Everything, everything people on my to-do list, we got done between lunch and quitting time. Not just the tree. We did everything else I was going to do for the party. Like the two of us did what would have taken me by myself double the time. We did it. It was amazing. And Suter comes home. And we had our feet propped up drinking one of his beers. And uh, he saw what we had done, and he was shocked. He, he could not believe we'd actually accomplished everything. Couldn't believe it. And he said he didn't know how we got all that done in one afternoon. And without a beat, I said, well, I should have been a lesbian. <laughs> Haley, what, what's your reaction when I said that to Suter the first time? Do you remember how you felt? I have no idea. Were you proud? Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> and so started the journey. Yes. On Snapchat. That's right. So for about a year after that, every Thursday, I would post a ser- series of Snapchat stories about why I should have been a lesbian. Um, and I'm, I was going to give a few examples, but I think now would be a good time to let Haley tell us her top eight reasons on why being a lesbian is better than the alternative. You ready? Okay, I'm, I'm turning this to you. you ready. Okay, ready? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This was supposed to be a top 10, but in true Courtney fashion, and <laughs> Kelly understands this, she gave me less than 24 hours notice. And so, you know, Courtney and I did what we could. You've been Put a lesbian for a long time. You can't come up with 10 things? I mean, of course I can. The mansplaining, I was like, oh, I should have put that on the list. (laughs) You don't have to deal with mansplaining. I mean, that's number one, probably. (laughs) Okay, let's hear your list. Okay. Well, in no particular order, I guess, because, you know, it's only eight things, less than 24 (laughs) hours, right? You know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we'll start with, like, you know, the small things, right? Okay. So, uh, listen. The toilet seat is always down in our house. That's a big thing. It is. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's that's one. Mm-hmm. Okay. For now. Uh, for now. Well, you know. We'll <laughs> teach him. Don't worry. <laughs> My son will know. <laughs> um, you know, another thing, women are just cleaner mm-hmm. in all aspects. Mm-hmm. House, car, body. Less body hair. <laughs> Less body hair, like, you know. Yeah. And they're much prettier, too. <laughs> That's true. And, it, you know, following, following the story, the next thing, so I guess I should number these, right? So that was two. Okay, I'll help you. You know, that was two. So I'll delete these as I go, because <laughs> since they're not in any particular order. You got this. Um, but following in the story, you know, uh, number three, we'll go with women get shit done. That's true. I mean, there's there's a lot less procrastination, you know. They just they just do it. You tell them to do something, they get it done. Uh, number four, 
And this is something that Suter suffers from often. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have to deal with, thank goodness, no man colds in our house. (laughs) No man colds. I don't think either of us have ever missed a day of work for being sick. Not any event. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I mean, so that, that, you know. That's a good segue in the next, into the next story. Into the next story? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll save that one then. Should have put it last. Yeah. No, no. You know, if we had, if we had prepped. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Here we are. So, um, you know, another reason. So what are we on? Five? Mm-hmm. Five. Um, women actually ask how you're doing. They you know, and it. they care about the answer. They mm-hmm. actually care. They don't want you to just say, I'm good. I'm fine. You know, that's what Suter wants to hear. <laughs> He, he wants, he just wants me to say I'm doing fine. And then we just move it along. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you know, if you ask me how I'm doing, you really want to know. It's true. Right? I can remember one time during COVID, I sent Haley a text and I said, how are you? And she goes, what's wrong? Why are you asking me that? <laughs> I was like, I'm just checking in on my people. She's like, oh, okay. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we on? Six, six, number six mm-hmm. out of eight. Women remember your birthdays. Oh, man. Anniversaries, special events, your family's birthdays, anniversaries, and special events. They help you with gifts, cards, you know, remind you to text people when it's their birthday. You're celebrating. I mean, that is like, that is huge, people. Mm -hmm. Look, there's birthdays all the time. Every time I turn around, someone I know is having a birthday. Here's Brittany. Did you text this person? You know? It's great. Yeah, I know. Shout out, Alex. Happy birthday. Aw. <laughs> um, let's see. Still need to text you, but I'll wait for that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, seven? Seven. Okay. So, you know, lesbians don't have to follow societal norms and expectations, you know. And things like weddings, showers, you know, we just do what we want. There's no, like... Oh, this is the way it is. Tradition, this and that. We just, you know, write the write our own script. You're really selling me, Haley. I, I mean, <laughs> is that you got? One I more? mean, that was that was seven. I mean, my eighth reason, and I, it would have been, I guess, the last one if I had come up with ten. But um, the mansplaining, I guess, we could add in. So that's technically not, uh, eight. So this would be nine. Okay. Uh, women are just superior. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Mic drop. Enough said. I won't drop the mic because, you know, this is a nice, expensive mic. Oh, she'd be so mad. She'd be so mad. Might kick me out, but, you know, got to keep me around for the end of the podcast. Okay, so that was nine. We'll count mansplaining. Okay. Kelly, do you have one, Kelly? Can you think of one? I mean, shit, I don't know. I have three. You want to take one? Oh, you have three. I have three because I actually wrote it into the script. Oh, just in case I needed to help. Hashtag cheated. Yeah. Um, I I also gave myself 24 hours notice, everybody. So I don't know why y'all are coming at me. You had the same amount of notice as me. I told you the second I developed this This plan. This is what side things do. They come at you. Yeah, exactly. That's true. The one that I would go with is I have, I would have someone to watch both chick flicks Mm. and sports with. Oh yeah. Like, which is my, like, I love all of the above. So I think pulling that together would be. Yeah. Great one. Great yeah. One, Kelly. I have um doubling your wardrobe. Somebody who's a similar I mean right. that's hey, I need something and they have it. I mean, I know Kelly and I oftentimes dress as men. We're not 
like cross dressers, but usually if it's a costume situation, she and I will dress as a man. True. Costume situation. True. But in real life, you would just double your wardrobe. It'd be great. That's true. And then you can buy um, tampons in bulk from Costco. So you only have to get that every once in a while, you know, and then can confirm, can confirm. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) women have an ability to find things around the house. Huge, huge. (laughs) Men can't do it. I cannot tell you the number of time. All the men in my life, not just LB will say, I can't find such and such. And I can see it from where I'm sitting when they ask that question. And I'm like, women don't do that. Start a jar. Yeah. Start So (laughs) my youngest daughter said there was a sign, there is a sign in her dance teacher's office that says, nothing is ever lost until your mom can't find it. That's th- and I was like, that is so true. 100% accurate. So true. That is so true. <laughs> and a lot of the things on your list and our list aren't really things men can help. Like they can't help it. That That's just how they are and how they were made. But it sometimes would just be a lot easier to be a <laughs> lesbian. And I, I want to, I want to say we're throwing out lots of stereotypes today. We don't, we don't mean anything by it. Again, we haven't apologized in several episodes, but we're sorry if we offend anybody. Um, we're, you know, everybody gets stereotyped about everything all the time. I'm not trying to pigeonhole any one person. A lot of us have lesbian tendencies. A lot of lesbians have straight girl tendencies. It's just, we're just having a conversation here, people. Let's keep it lighthearted. Okay. 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 So Haley helped me with the Christmas tree, and I never knew just how my wish to be a lesbian would come true the next summer. But before I tell the story about that summer, my lovely co-host here has her own should have been a lesbian story. So without further ado, listeners, I give you the only other hetero at this table today, (laughs) Kelly. First of all, Courtney put me on the spot. So I don't have a script. I do want to take, I do want to take a pause. Uh Uh-huh as they say in the corporate world. <laughs> and shout out to Haley, one, for joining us. Mm-hmm. Two, I feel like Haley and I became besties a few years ago at one of your Christmas cocktail parties when we did impromptu karaoke to sync's <laughs> Merry right. Christmas, Happy Holidays. And there was no karaoke machine. We just <laughs> took over the kitchen. So that's and how we knew we would be at At my fancy party where Haley was dressed to the nines and Kelly was dressed like an elf. <laughs> Just to return to last episode. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. We'll, we'll do it again. Yes. That's in a couple weeks. Couple yes. weeks. Couple, couple weeks. weeks. We got to recreate. Yeah. We will. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, so, Brittany. Let's, let's so, hear this. Let's hear this. See what you got. I'm so excited. Several weeks ago, I was in another city for work. Um, one of the evenings, I went out with several colleagues, but I would consider these colleagues good friends because um, I would not go out with this a regular work crew mm-hmm. right this is like a, a friend crew if you will anyway we went to we were trying to find a place to go out the first place we go out or we walk by is a bunch of like we were walking towards it and we were like there's there's a bunch of d-bags like 21 year olds <laughs> we're, not for us. we are not going into this place so we keep walking we find a place we're like let's just go in here we'll have a drink we walk in there super nice I don't think we noticed, but there was a lot of rainbow flags around. We walk in (laughs) and let's just say the group I was with, there was like myself and one other person 
actually two other people that were the only white people in there, but also probably the only straight people in there. Um, and a lot of, lot of lesbians, no other dudes. We walked in with two, it was four of us, two girls, two guys. We walked in with um, the only two dudes in the place. And great time. First of all, the DJ we walked in called us out and said, oh, the cool people are here. As we walked in the place, like the entire place, record screech, cool people are here. <laughs> record we're like, sweet. So, but they were very nice. We get our drinks. It was a very nice, nice night out. So we went outside with a bunch of other people, grabbed a table, chatted for a while. But the entire time, one of my friends and I were like, they're playing money music inside. We have to go back inside. It was old school R&B. Oh, nice. Your favorite. My favorite mm -hmm. 90s, early 2000s R&B. So later on, we go back inside. At this point, again, only white people in the place only straight people in the place. Um, and we just started jamming. We had a great time. Um, and I'm paraphrasing a lot here. There's a lot more I could add to this because I don't embellish as much as Courtney. I'm just, I'm just, wait. So you and a bunch of African-American lesbians were jamming out to R&B? Yes. That sounds like a great night to Tevin me. Campbell. Like, do you remember Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? No, we're, well, Oh, first not. of all, I'm older than you, and that song <laughs> is amazing. Look it up, bitches. <laughs> um, so they're playing a lot of, they played, then they played like Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, some good old stuff. Then they brought it back up a little bit with like some Aaliyah. Do you know oh, Aaliyah? Ooh, I sure do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, the DJ, the DJ had like a sidekick who was the host and she was walking around with her mic and she would be like putting the mic to people's faces if they wanted to like sing. Cause again, at this point it is approximately two 30 in the morning. We're in a state where bars stay up until three. And it's at this point, it was only three of us left. One had went home. <laughs> and so it's, <laughs> it's myself my coworker who is a Latina, and then my <laughs> other coworker who is um, a white gay male. Oh, perfect. So that's the crew we're talking about. They're also much younger than me, so they didn't know as many songs as I knew. Um, but I give them credit because they did know a lot of these R&B songs. And so the host is walking around giving us the mics. She comes over to us and we're like, we're good. Like, we don't need the mic. <laughs> she tries to give it to my friend. She's like, nope, I'm good. Anyway, I have a couple more drinks. I'm not, I'm not used to you turning away a mic. Kelly. I know. I was semi-reserved. Also, we're friends, you know. You it wasn't the dugout. The dugout, I am in my, yeah, I've my seen place. Both these bitches sing at the dugout. <laughs> and the me, dugout's me very comfortable. This know. place, I didn't know anyone. Um, but anyway... Then Whitney Houston, I'm Your Baby Tonight, comes on. Oh, y'all, I love me some Whitney Houston. <laughs> love me some Whitney Houston. Who doesn't? Yeah, I know. So I just start singing. The host is not near me. I just start singing. She looks over and sees me. And again, she comes over and I'm like, screw it. <laughs> Okay, you can say it one time, PG-13. <laughs> and I start singing the first verse into the mic. And then the DJ would like stop the music. So all you could hear was my voice. And oh, I was like, no, 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 bring it back up. Bring it back up. <laughs> anyway, we keep going. She walks away when it 
the first verse finishes and like gives me a high five. The second verse comes on, she comes back to me and I start singing the second verse and she takes the mic and she goes, she goes, oh shit, this white girl knows both verses to this song. (laughs) (laughs) And again, like then everyone starts like cheering. (laughs) You're their hero. And I'm like extremely embarrassed, but also at that point didn't give a shit. So then if you know the song at the end of the song, there's a run where Whitney just goes off. And it's kind of like a rap slash singing part. And she comes back, puts the mic in my face, and I word for word sing the the entire part. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and at this part, the security, the bouncer, who is a very large African-American lesbian, has her Amazing. phone Amazing. in my like in my face, taking a video of me. <laughs> We need this. We need this video. And I was like, at that point, I don't even care about this video because she's probably like, this white bitch knows all the words of this song. And then the song ends. They're all high-fiving me. And I'm like, I every time I come back to the city, I will come to this bar. Oh, I want to go with you. Thursday nights, R&B night. It was the most fun. We left the bar when they kicked us out. <laughs> they had to kick you out yeah. immediately. <laughs> three, approximately 3.15 a.m. They oh, had to kick us out. 3.15? Yeah. Did you have to work the next day? Uh, I had to get on a plane. Oh, boy. It was, it was, I went to, I had two hours of sleep and then I got oh, on the plane. Boy. And if anyone can track down this video, <laughs> anyone, <laughs> you know, anyone, it we was would called... love, love <laughs> to see it. The bar was called My Sister's Keeper. <laughs> which is freaking creepy that is a little creepy i don't know oh it's creepy well ladies and gentlemen i just have solidified that kelly will be singing be my baby tonight when we go on tour she will be our musical guest for one of the stops yes yes we'll make it go well yeah I, I, I will do a we want this karaoke. clip though it needs to go viral this clip someone knows yeah someone We'll find it. Mm-hmm. Kelly, good job sharing Thanks. your story. Thanks for, uh, and I did not write a script for that, so I apologize if that went on. Uh, let me see. Let me check the time, see how mad Nick's going to be this week. Oh, no, we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. We're doing good. Are we ready for our next our Yeah, story? I mean, everyone wants to hear about the two of you becoming lesbians Okay, here together. we go. You ready? <laughs> Kelly, we went over this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attempt the short version of this story. There are so many Haley stories, but this is a big one. We've been friends for a decade. She's my ride or die. I could not love her more. She and her whole family, her wife, her her all her family, they're like my family. I was matron of honor in her wedding a couple years ago, and I'm so excited. Next month, Haley and her wife, Brittany, are going to become parents to a little boy. So congratulations in advance. Good luck with that toilet seats. Um, and she's had a lot of practice, Auntie Hey Hey, with my three boys. So I'm very excited for this. And speaking of things lesbians wouldn't do, my husband is right now, as I'm trying to record this podcast, blowing up my phone because I've locked my family out of the house for 45 minutes so I can record this. And one of them has to number two. And he can't. He can't critical think and problem solve this on his own he had to text all three of us at the round table to figure this out for himself so another thing 
should have been a lesbian. I mean, I, it writes itself. I it really does. It does. Yes, I know. Is I your know. is now your child going to uh, clog I, up my toilet? <laughs> <at> my <house? laughs> well, we all know Kelly's toilets are weak. Weak. <laughs> Next week's episode, I'll say I shouldn't have been a plumber because. <laughs> I'm going to go back to that. Go back to the plumber. Yeah. Call Bailey. Okay. So before Haley was a wife and almost a mom, she was a poor recent graduate in between graduation and real life. A month after she graduates, just for the timeline, it's, it's June. LB and I decide to go on a trip. We have sitter. We, we had a trip planned. It got canceled. And I tell the grandparents, I'm like, we don't need you anymore. They're like, oh, please go somewhere else. Go do something. You know, you two go on a trip. So we had a lot of disagreements about where to go. So we did this really cool thing where we used a travel agency that took your availability, your days, and a wish list and your budget, and they booked the trip for you, all the excursions, everything. And we found out two days before you're supposed to go where you're going. So the, the package shows up end of June. And I'm so excited. We open it together and in bold, let you know, it says, Suter and Courtney, you are going to Mexico City. And I'm so excited. I'm like squealing, jumping up and down. I'm picturing like pyramids, historic architecture, food, tequila. I mean, they did a great job. We said we didn't want something tropical. We wanted something with sightseeing, but a little bit of downtime. And it couldn't be a city with a bunch of tall buildings because sweet, sweet LB here has a phobia of walking past and being inside tall buildings. It's, it's a hard <laughs> life, y'all. So they picked the perfect place. I point all of this out to Suter because his face is this flat expression. I'm so excited and he is showing no expression. And he's like, oh, yeah, great. And that night, it's two days before we're leaving, mind you. We're watching TV before bedtime, and he goes, you know, I have this weird spot on my leg. It's like a bite. Looks like a bite. And I see a red mark, and he says, and I'm, I'm, I feel kind of achy. And I was like, oh, my God. And <laughs> man cold. And, and he says, if I look really, really, really close, I think it's a bullseye around the bite. And I'm like, here we go. Here we freaking go. I, I knew he wasn't excited. He's about to puke right before my favorite era of the Taylor Swift concert and ruin this for me. Like, I tell him to sleep on it. I, I'm like, maybe it's all in your head. You know, maybe you're just overthinking this. Let's let's decide tomorrow. So we wake up, and what do you know? He is not better. He is worse, y'all. He's so achy, he can't hold a pen at work. <laughs> and so he calls me. He goes, I think we have to cancel the trip. I said, well, it's, it's non-refundable. And I was really looking forward to going on this trip. And I really, really, really want to go. And he suggests I find someone to take my place. But I'm like, not a bitch. I'm like, I'm not going to go if you're really sick. He's like, well, I'm not that bad. And, you know, the grandparents are still taking the kids. Go, you go. Find somebody to go with. And, and you know, I'll stay here and fight this, whatever this is. And I said, <laughs> well, if you stay here, you're going to the doctor. Like, that's non-negotiable. And I'll be back in three days. So just, like, don't die while I'm gone. That's a really bad look for me. <laughs> and the trip is the next damn day, y'all. It is one day's notice to find someone to go to Mexico City. I mean, he's really put me in a bind. Okay, so I think on it, 
And the whole trip is actually in my name. The hotel's in my name. All the excursions, it's two tickets under my name. The only thing that his name was on was the plane ticket. So I'm like, I can maybe make this work. If I can just find someone who will buy a plane ticket and I'll send them the flight info, everything else doesn't really involve him. So I'm racking my brain like, who can I invite? And my dear sweet Haley is in between graduating and real life. I call her, explain what's happening with Suter. She's not at all surprised. And I mean, what did you think about that? Were you surprised? No, not at all. Right. Me and Colts was on my list. Yeah, I know. And this was <laughs> Where like do you a- think that came from? <laughs> this is like an epic man cold, right? And so I, I tell her, what do you think about this? And she said, well, my only real responsibility in life right now is to study for this huge board exam I have to take in the very near future. I said, oh, there'll be downtime on the plane. There's like all of these like little things we're doing. They have hours where we can do whatever you want in between. You can totally study and you'll have like a beautiful backdrop while you're studying and we can, you know, have a margarita while you study, whatever, like we can make it work. And my girl here comes through for me like she always does and books her plane, plane ticket bright and early the next day. Here we are going to Mexico City. Okay, so this is great. This is working out. You know, every, it was like an up and down roller coaster for me emotionally. But then when Haley said she bought the ticket, I'm like, okay, it's still happening. And I, you know, was checking in on Sudri, definitely was not dying. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. So the rest of the story is going to be told in a way that I to believe I believe to be whole and factual. Okay. <laughs> Haley likes to call me out on my bullshit, but I'm not making these stories up. I said I was taken away, taking her away from her full-time job at the time, which was studying for her boards. But what I really was doing without realizing it until it was too late <laughs> is that I was taking her away from her lesbian duty of watching every single freaking Millie a second of the stupid ass World Cup. <laughs> Brandon gives more dams about cats than I give about soccer. <laughs> okay, so any questions that Haley brings up or disputes cannot be proven because this bitch was in a World Cup crazed haze the entire trip. I mean, so much so, I still cannot watch soccer. The only other time I've watched soccer since this was at her bachelorette party, and it was a forced activity. At five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, so back to the story. Fresh off the plane, in Mexico City, I get this feeling like people are kind of looking at us. And if you've ever traveled internationally, it's when you're obviously American. I'm chalking it up to being, them being like, oh, idiot. They're idiot Americans, like looking at us like that. So we leave the airport and we get in an Uber to take us to our next destination. And in our terrible Spanish, Haley and I are trying to speak Spanish this whole trip. It was very bad. We tell him we're from America. And he said, good for you coming to Mexico City to celebrate. And I'm like, maybe just translated roughly. He means like, have a good trip. Good for you coming to Mexico City for a trip. And don't think much more about it. He drops us off at the hotel and the lady at the desk is talking to me and Haley and tells me we're in a very romantic room with views <laughs> of the city center. I smile and get the keys and we go up to the room. Now, mind you, the travel agency that booked this, it was supposed to be a getaway like for me and my husband. So I'm thinking, oh, there's probably a note in there that says, um, you know, couple on a couple's trip, you know, romantic, try to, you know, do something nice for them, whatever. I don't give it another thought. I smile, take the keys, go up to the room. From there, we go to a beer garden, accidentally ordered crickets and cheese dip. Again, bad Spanish. 
Mm-hmm. Our high Crickets. school. Yeah. Crickets. We thought we were. Chipulinas. We thought we were ordering chips, but we were ordering crickets. <laughs> we thought we said chips and queso, but we said crickets and queso. I think it was, yeah, the word chip. Chipulina. Chipotepec. Chipotle. I don't no, remember. I can't remember. No. Listen. <laughs> Anyone that speaks Spanish is cringing right oh, now. Oh, I know. <laughs> you would have been the whole trip. And After I gave Haley, Alex a shout out for her birthday, she's oh, going to be so ashamed. Hopefully she's not listening this Spanish far. Friend. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen, Haley immediately would do this thing when she would talk. <laughs> she would be like, oh, you, you, um, okay, no. so por favor. She would get like this Mexican... <laughs> accent it was amazing i loved it it was great but we had a, other than the crickets that we had a great time we we hopped all over one of the um mexico city is kind of like new york where it has boroughs and different areas so we were trying to hit them all up and when it changed from Suter to haley the whole world opened up for me from what we could do in mexico city so anyway so we went to a beer garden we had a great time they laughed at us and brought us chips and um you know, everybody just looks at us and smiles, like nods their head, gives us a little wave. And I'm thinking they know we're idiot Americans, right? Ordering crickets. So I still feel like everyone's looking at us. But I'm at this point, I'm still equating that to being f- foreigners. Okay. So we go back, get showered, get all dressed up, and we go to the city center for dinner. And when we get to the restaurant, people were clapping. And I'm like, this is very weird. I tell them my name at the restaurant and they said, oh, of course. We knew you were coming. We have a treat for you. And the table had rose petals and champagne on ice. And I'm like, wow, what a nice touch. Like LB would have really enjoyed this part. And, you know, I'm sorry for him. And I'm checking in on him. Okay. I'm not, I'm checking in. He goes to the doctor. They do blood work and he's waiting on the blood work. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm checking in on Suter, thinking of Suter. But so we sit down. And I, I look around the, the restaurant and we can see the historic city center from where we're eating. It was gorgeous. And they have up lighting that lights these humongous historical buildings. Like it's amazing. And I notice the lights are flashing in a certain pa- Roy G. Biv pattern. <laughs> <laughs> like every 30 seconds, it's the rainbow. And I look around the restaurant and realize everyone is either a same-sex couple at this restaurant or they're there with someone who's a same-sex couple. And we don't have cell service, but as soon as we get back to the hotel, I hop on the Wi-Fi and I'm like Googling what was going on at that restaurant. Guess what? It's Gay Pride Week in Mexico City and I'm on a trip, a romantic trip for two with my (laughs) lesbian best friend. (laughs) And it was the first time Mexico City had openly celebrated Gay Pride Week. So people were coming from all over the world to celebrate. Isn't that just great? You know, (laughs) that's why the guy said, good for us for celebrating. (laughs) I had no idea. So. And it was the World Cup. And the World Cup. Oh my gosh. What a combo. I mean. My favorite. I mean, this is like, this is like. You couldn't write it. Epic. Epic. Haley didn't even remember it was Gay Pride Week, y'all. That's how into soccer she was. Like when I was telling the story to her recently, she's like, it was gay. I had to pull it up and like show her receipts. Facts. Okay, so the next day, and here's a fun fact. As soon as Haley said she was going with me, I rushed to the store and bought Tevas, like lesbian shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day, in my lesbian Tevas, after we watched dumbass soccer at breakfast, (laughs) we go to this 
incredible pastelleria. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong as well, but it was a bakery and that they had these incredible wedding cakes. You have never seen anything like this. And they were all on display and Haley and I were looking at one and like commenting on it. And this guy makes eye contact with me and does like a silent clap for me and Haley <laughs> and makes a face like you two are so cute. And I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> and then like gives us a thumbs up. So then we go hike to Otawakan, which was also amazing. I can't remember how many steps. Do you remember how many steps it was up? No. So I was going to have to cancel this, right? <laughs> so the excursions get sent to me two days before we go. And one of them is hiking a pyramid. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have to cancel that. Cause Suter, even if he wasn't afraid of heights, would have no interest in doing that. And I don't want to hear him bitch the whole time. So I'm going to cancel it. But then when Haley comes, I'm like, yeah, we can do it again. So we get to the top and we want our picture made. And this is just a little sidebar. There was a guy at the top the top of the stairs of Teotihuacan wearing a Virginia Tech shirt. We're oh, everywhere. Hokies are everywhere, baby. And there's a <laughs> bar in Blacksburg called Tots. And I make a joke. I'm like, how did I find the only other person that's a Virginia Tech fan in Mexico City at the top of the tallest stairs in the country? So it was, it was a cute moment. But he was gay. And um, <laughs> definitely there for Pride Auntie. Week. Auntie. Yeah, yeah. So he takes Haley and I's picture with this like beautiful landscape in the background. And she and I put our arms around each other. You know, he goes, I said, thank you so much for taking the picture. And he goes, no problem. Happy pride. And I was like, Jesus, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Everyone was so nice to us for being gay. It was great. I'm sure that that's a change for how gay people have to live their lives normally. And, and at this point, I decide I'm going to embrace it. Just, just. Haley blocked this out of her brain. She doesn't remember the pride part, but that that <laughs> night, you're going to remember this when I tell you that's part of the story. That night, we go to Xochimilco. You remember this? Xochimilco is a um, a party waterway, and it's hundreds of wooden pontoon-looking boats, mm -hmm. and you rent them out in groups of 15 or 20. It's like 21st birthdays, bachelor parties, birthday parties, and one boat is just guacamole. And they stop and they pull up beside your boat and you can buy guacamole from them. Another boat, mezcal. Another boat, margaritas. Another boat, a traveling band. You can make a request, like a mariachi band. And we see all this and we're like, yes, this is going to be so fun. We're going to have all these people on this boat. They're probably all going to be gay. They're going to be super fun. And we're going to party it up. So we get down there and we tell them, I tell them my name. And... He goes, I have a special boat for the two of you. <laughs> Was it just the two of you? Yep. <laughs> and all the other boats are people like partying, having a great time. And it's just me and Haley and the like boat driver person, conductor. Oh, what, do you, what do you call boat driver? Boat driver. And he he's like making small talk with us. I mean... He said, we're so excited to have you tonight. You ladies have this whole boat to yourself for a romantic trip for two down the canal. And we are so excited you chose to spend part of your Pride Week with us. I'm like, great, here we go again. At this point, everyone thinks we're a couple. I tell him, I tell the boat driver, I said, I'm actually married. My husband's back in America. And he looked me dead ass and said, oh, so this is a secret. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would have thought. <laughs> I was, anyway, I mean, we looked like, we look like lesbians. I was in Tiva's. We look like lesbians. You're stereotyping Tevas. It's a thing. <laughs> I have so many lesbian friends, and almost all of them love Tevas. I don't understand it. I only wore them on that trip. They're not even comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so similar to my friend Torrance, when she realized her situation, our solution to this situation was to get blackout drunk.
So we proceed to drink absolutely as hard as we can. And we're drunk. And the the driver says, I have another surprise for you. I'm thinking, freaking wonderful. (laughs) They, part of our ticket, unbeknownst to us, through the travel agency, included the band that was on a boat, parks their boat and gets on the boat with us and sings a song to us called Salita Lindo, which means lovely sweet one. (laughs) (laughs) Like a love song to me and Haley. And we were so uncomfortable. We didn't know where to look. I mean, it was... But by the end, I put my arm around Haley. I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm, you know what? Give the people We're what here. they want. We're here. <laughs> Embrace it. She was, she was not as entertained as me, Haley. She was probably wondering what the score was for whatever dumbass soccer game was happening while we were on that boat. <laughs> we went to a jazz bar that night, and that was so much fun. I can't remember the name of it. Zinko. Oh, my God, it came to me. It's probably wrong. That sounds, I don't know. Oh, that might be right. I don't know. You don't, it doesn't matter. You don't have to use your computer box. It's fine. But we go and we drink way. <laughs> we drink way. Too, we're, we're already been on this boat drinking. And here we're drinking wine. And we are having the best time. We are like telling each other all these stories. We're screaming. We can barely hear each other over the jazz band. And at this point when people are like congratulating us and like saying happy. Pro- I just say it right back. I'm like same to you. Like I have become a lesbian on this trip. <laughs> For all intents and purposes. And you know what? I would do it again. I feel like I got so much love and support from strangers that I never get for being married to my husband. <laughs> no one ever is like, congratulations, you're married to him, ever, out in public. I've never, that's not, like, but if they were celebrating any same-sex couple that was in love. It was, it was really, it was great. It made me really happy because I know that they put up with a lot of bullshit a lot of the time. So it was fun to see, see that. And, and, and I keep harping on you about the soccer thing, but she was not alone. All of Mexico City is obsessed with soccer. They would shut down the entire city when a soccer game would come on of a neighboring country. Mexico lost in the World Cup when we were in the air on the way there. But Portugal... And some other countries, I don't do geography, that were close by when they would play. <laughs> Portugal's not close okay, to Mexico. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Argentina? Closer. I, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. They would shut down all their businesses and just set out tubs of drinks and food all along the city center. And they had the biggest screen I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how to describe it. Was like it. 60 feet. Like it was an inflatable screen. I've never seen anything this big. It was huge. And it played soccer. And the whole, te- the whole city watched it. And they had all these like soccer artwork stuff. I mean, Haley was in heaven. And it was really fun to watch the game that way. That was just the right amount of soccer for someone who doesn't give a rip about soccer. <laughs> okay. And I know there's one more story I'm leaving out from this. The flash flood. Oh. But I'm not telling it because I think I might do a weather episode. Oh, that's got to be. Ooh. So I'll tell that story. Edge of me. your seat. Yeah. Okay. So what was it called? Zinco. Oh, my God. I remembered I it. I cannot believe that you just pulled that I- I'm off. full of useless, useless memories. Like, you won't believe it. Okay, Haley, I've been talking this whole time. I want you to tell us your favorite part of the trip. Other than the <laughs> soccer. Do not say soccer. <laughs> I'm going to kick you right off of this bench. Okay. What was your favorite part of the trip? You covered the whole trip. No, there was one part I think was your favorite. You set me up for this without even warning me. Kelly, (laughs) Kelly, how do you do this every week? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Which I did just give you an ornament for your birthday that I saw that was Lucha Libre. So 
Lucha Libre. We went. I mean, this was part of the weather story. Yeah. That's why it wasn't. It, was, it, it wasn't was coming night. to me immediately. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, because I, I was I not. Obviously, I set you up. Yeah, I wasn't trying to ruin your story for but, later. But going to see Lucha Libre was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Mexican wrestling. It was. It was great. Mexican wrestling. It's yeah. Mexican wrestling. There's they wear the um, masks, so all the wrestlers oh, yeah. are um, What's supposed to be you... anonymous. Like you're not supposed to know who they who their real identity. What's the one are? you really like? Manifesto or what's his name? Mister Magnificent. I can't. remember. Mysterio. Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Well, he's in the U.S. But he I came think. from Lucha Libre. Haley yeah, knows yeah. a lot of wrestling we... stuff. I don't know if no Lucha Libre was thing. awesome. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. So the first round is um a, a generational round so it's like dads with their sons or moms with their daughters wrestling each other not all in the same family yes because women do it as well and then the there's studio. bubbles floating in your backyard yeah, my family's trying to send smoke signals to come back in the house <laughs> then the second round was um the freak round where it was like people who were under three feet tall wrestling each other adults or it was like bearded women wrestling each other or there was the the gay duo the two guys that were flaming gay they were hilarious when they would wrestle they would like check their nails and stuff after they would not <laughs> and then i can't remember what the third round was. the fourth round was like the main event oh third round was amateurs and then fourth round was professionals and second to soccer lucha libre is the second most watched sport in mexico so it was packed and it was it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun i liked mm-hmm. that too I yeah. liked that too. It was it was good. And it's a whole they almost do like it's almost like tailgating before. So outside they have everything set up. They have like drinks and food mm-hmm. and they sell like toys of the wrestlers, which Courtney bought some to bring back to the boys. And they have ma- they sell masks. So we bought a couple of those and we have <laughs> there there are photos of all of these things oh, in case anyone you know, we yeah. can put them on the insta. Okay. But you know. Look at Haley promoting our social Look media. At, I know. Are, are you trembling in oh, your no. cute little boots over there? No, because I have an idea. Okay. I'll discuss it with okay. you after okay. the podcast. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> that's the Mexico City story when I actually pretended to be a lesbian for a trip. And it was one of the best trips of my life. And again, <laughs> if I've offended any lesbians, I really am sorry. Some of my favorite people are gay. As long as I live, I will support gay people. And I make a promise to raise my kids to do the same. You know, I love I love all my gay friends. And if I were going to be a lesbian, Haley and Kelly, you guys would be at the top of my list. <laughs> with with oh, thank you. We're Mor- honored. With Morgan Wade. And I am not a shitty wife. Ooh, you're going after Kyle's girl? Well, she's from Floyd, Virginia. <laughs> so she's also from where banjos play. Thank you. Um, so it just makes sense. But I'll be, I'll be. I want to talk about Suter's tick bite. So um, the results came back on the day um, of Lucha Libre, and it turns out um, Suter's disease is something I refer to as key Lyme disease. He, <laughs> he had nothing wrong with him. <laughs> and it was he, a mosquito bite. He, he was so <laughs> dreading telling me that there was nothing wrong with him because he knew I was – and I've never – ever let him live it down and so anytime we have an event that's coming up and he says he's gonna like he's feeling sick or whatever i was like you're not getting key lyme disease <laughs> we're not doing that again okay all right you said you have should have been a critic i do okay I, let's hear it but i'm not gonna give you something that's an unpopular opinion i'm okay. gonna give you something that is perhaps a hidden gem perhaps Ooh, a hidden okay gem. okay so 
it, given this tis the season, there is a song. It's a version of Jingle Bells sung by Barbara Streisand. It is Barbara Streisand on speed. That is what my brother and sister and I refer to it as. But she is singing Jingle Bells, but in like, it's sped up. Oh, I thought she's you meant singing. Speed the drug. Oh, speed. Yeah, no, she's on. She's clearly on speed. Oh, okay. it is. I'm not sure I know what speed is. It's a. I don't either. But she's, <laughs> she sings it fast. Okay, I'm with you. She sings it fast. <laughs> it's. I think it's more appropriate than saying she's on crack, right? Crack is whack. <laughs> anyway, focus. Um, don't do drugs. Oh, it's a hidden gem. The it's a hidden gem. So, now car horns are going so, off outside, y'all. Nick's calling us. So can a few lesbians I need just you get guys. some time to themselves? Okay, I'm ready. I'm back. Never. Focus, Courtney. Okay, God, I'm sorry. I'm back. I need y'all to go find this song. Barbra Streisand sped up. Yes. It's Barbra Streisand, Jingle Bells. Okay. It's amazing. It's a hidden gem. Okay. I'm giving you that gift for the holiday season. Thank you. I hate Barbra Streisand. I'm... Not a big fan. So here's another popular But this opinion. version, I freaking <laughs> love. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give. I've I'll been give listening to it since I was a kid. Okay, I'll find it. I can't wait. I played it twice on the way over here. In the wow. two seconds it takes. Better together. than Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, <laughs> just, Kelly. Ooh, Ooh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Or how tough. about? I mean, any snowed in song from the Hanson's first Christmas album, or finally it's Christmas. Hanson's second Christmas album. That's another story we could tell. <laughs> Oh my Williams God! For weather. Hansen. Oh my God! For weather. Oh, I love oh you. Gosh. Stories I love you for so days. Much. Stories for days. You can come back. You can come back. Ooh. That's the time I almost got fired. Up oh, multiple times. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> what is your social media idea? I'm not going to tell you on the air. Oh. <laughs> I told Sorry, you I would everybody. Tell you at, she said after the podcast. I said after the podcast. podcast. I thought you meant after I was done with my long spiel about being a lesbian in Mexico. No. Okay. No. Okay. Haley, got anything else? <laughs> No, yeah, just stay tuned for the uh, weather episode yeah. um, regarding snow in Williamsburg and the rain also oh, yeah. in Mexico City. And I have a Robin, my mom, story about weather that she gave me permission to tell. Ooh, your mom gave you permission? Yeah, and it's, story? it doesn't make her look good. This is huge. <laughs> this is huge. Actually, I'm going to have to record that episode right after this because when she hears this, she's going to tell me I can't do it. I'm just going to say it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Haley, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Haley. We love you. Thank you for being my friend and putting up with all the insanity that that entails. And we'll have you back again. Kelly, you got anything else? Uh, no. Alicia, also, Alicia, we're coming for you. Yeah. Coming for she you. She heard the shout out last week. Yeah. We'll shout out every week until yeah. she gives us a well, we're story. Se- we're seeing her in the flesh <laughs> next week. So we will get the gas station story. Hey, lovers and friends, thank you again for 1,000 listens. Hope we can bring some humor to the otherwise serious world. We're not changing the world, but we're having fun while we're on it, okay? And and I love each and every one of you that have given us a listen that supports us. Kelly and I are going to put our heads together for the next milestone and what the celebration should be. Um, and don't forget to send us your stories. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, rate us, all the things. If you like us, tell your friends about us. If you don't like us, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you come back next week. And until then, bye, lovers. Bye, y'all. Stay awkward. Oh, nice.